Verging on Greatness, a podcast about films that verge on greatness but mostly just wallow in mediocrity with your hosts, Mike Borkfeld and Greg Cerventi. Alright, it is Oscar season and we are doing our Oscar special um, where we look at all of the nominees uh, for Best Picture and we give a a very 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 brief hot take on uh, on what we think is what we think is going to happen what the strengths and weaknesses are um and uh and... this is one that if you've not listened to one of these before um i hope you enjoy the sound of craig's voice because um, <laughs> it's a bit husky at the he's, moment i'm recovering from he's recovering from COVID. he's he's seen i've i'm i'm keeping up with my usual track record i've watched one <laughs> of the best picture nominations this year i will weigh in when we get to the bees um but other... <laughs> well we could we could start there that's the one you've seen so what, why don't we start why don't we start with that one we... I, i've I've seen nine of the ten. Um, I I have I have acquired a copy of the tenth. There may be an addendum to this podcast that I I release after uh, I've seen it. Yeah. Give my views on it. But uh, yeah, we need to get this out though because it's only next week, isn't it? It's We're next week. This. It's next Sunday. It's on the 5th. Seven days. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to cut this and release this today, um, along with 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 the other one. We've been we've been a little under the weather, so we have. Yeah. Well, I've been a little under the weather. Uh, life has gotten in the way of podcasting. I've been un- so. I've been under the weather, but in a different way. In a in a complete, we've both been under the weather, <laughs> figuratively and literally. If you so, look at um, look at yeah, New Zealand <laughs> storm February. That's the weather I've been under. We didn't we didn't talk about it when we talked about it last time, but I love I love how some of the um, anti anti science brigade have now pivoted to talking about climate change in the past tense. Uh, and now we just have to kind of live with it, so we may as well just keep. Oh, we're done. It's changed. We're done. It's changed. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. This is how bad could it cool. be? Cool. Let's move on. <laughs> we'll move on. From... I don't know. I don't know. How about floods of biblical proportion, <laughs> but like every year? Yeah. How about half of <laughs> live on the side of a hill? The, now you've yeah, got beach half the country property, falling so. into the sea every year. Yeah. All good. Yeah. How how do you, how about them apples? Love yeah. that. Okay. Um, what's the little rain gonna do so we're gonna start so we're gonna start with the, we're gonna try and do this quick fire because we've got 10 so we've got nine movies to get through we're not going to talk about which is the one we're not going to talk about i haven't i haven't seen uh women talking which i was very disappointed to find out was not the sequel to women be shopping so um <laughs> all right so the so uh, the men the podcast where the men talk is is not gonna not gonna we're not gonna no talking gonna about women talk talking. about the movie where the women talk so. okay so, um uh, that might be the addendum i've i've got a copy so all right um, all right we'll, we'll it, get them so. we'll get the man's opinion on women talking that's 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 what that's what the internet needs right more men's more yeah. more middle-aged white but, men opinions yeah. on everything we're really yeah. underrepresented um okay we, we are super underrepresented so we'll do um do the one that i have seen of the top 10 nominees first which is the banshees of inner sharon um do you, the banshees of inner sharon you why don't you you can go first um and i'll i'll weigh in um so if you haven't seen it uh colin farrell and oh i forget his name right now but um uh it's an allegorical take on the irish civil war told between the breakdown of a friendship between two old friends two old drinking buddies um at the turn of the 19th century uh ireland on an uh, on an island off the coast of ireland i think it's a fictitious island as well 
um it's uh it's haunting darkly funny and um confused not a confusing but but tragic tale um set set in this this fictitious land um fictitious land in that it's not a real place um kind of surreal yeah surreal is a good way to describe it but yeah um this whole this whole for no good reason whatsoever two friends fall out um because one of them is apparently boring um uh and even though they've fallen out he he still won't have the local um policeman beating him up he'll still he'll still smack that guy in the mouth um but he still doesn't want to have a beer with him um and the escalating uh, retaliatory violence kicks up to the point where ultimately someone's house gets burnt down mm. um uh, fantastic performances particularly from uh colin farrell and i forget the young chap's name but he's been nominated for a best supporting oscar as well um uh, just just all the way around um a really solid solid movie what it's, do you think yeah it's it's written and co-produced by martin mcdonough who made yep. in bruges um and it's it's similar in tone to in Bruges, that's a good way to put it if yeah. you if you saw that and didn't know what the hell was going on um you you probably will feel the same watching banshees of inner sharon i i acted in a play in a martin mcdonough play um it's very much yeah he's, he's got a, a brooding slightly slightly surreal slightly offbeat but also kind of it's a tra- like a, a tragically funny um kind of tone that he strikes um which is yeah uh, very very enjoyable but it's it's can be quite it's quite off-putting as well it's certainly very dark uh this is a yeah it's it's interesting this one the the uh, that civil war allegory and how that plays out like i yeah. i loved it the, the cast are all cast are all excellent it's very it's as theatrical uh, as you'd expect from someone who who's has a background in playwriting um uh very brooding and uh you know uh the 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 dial there's a particular tone to the dialogue that's very theatrical um very back and forth but it it just allows so much room for the actors and they they cast fantastic actors of course um and they 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 give it all the justice that it deserves certainly much more than Uh, i did brendan gleason certainly much is is who i was thinking of much more justice than i did when i performed in one of his plays Um, and Barry, is it Keegan? Barry Keegan. Barry Keegan. Um, yeah, he, yeah. He's um he's playing the new Joker in the new Batman movie. Right. Yeah, he yeah. is. He is superb. He's, he lights. Yeah, he lights up every scene he's in. Lights up. Yeah. Um, not going to win though. Um, so um, it might win. It might win. Um, Colin Farrell might win for best actor. Um, but I find i find that unlikely i think another actor from another best picture nomination is going to win the best actor nom uh, it might win for best supporting actor for barry keegan uh but i i think that'll go to uh somebody else as well we can talk about that when we get to it um all in all uh, fabulous film haunting beautifully shot i don't think it'll win best cinematography either um i think that'll go to another of the best picture noms which i watched last night um so all in all if you haven't seen it highly recommend it's all right. an excellent movie um so we'll go back to we'll go back back to alphabetical back to the a's so that would take us to avatar the way of water yeah start us okay. off with that um 
Uh, so Avatar The Way of Water, um, so I'll, I'll read off my notes a little bit, so if it sounds like it's more scripted than normal, then that's because I wrote some notes. So a big, not-so-dumb action blockbuster, mega blockbuster. Um, if you like the first one, you'll like this one too. Um, really ham-fisted, we're awful to animals um, uh, messaging in the film itself. Mm. Um, and um, But hey maybe if it's ham-fisted enough it'll sink in for the knuckle draggers who still haven't got the message mm. um it does it's it's avatar but with water and whales space whales um it's um it's shot in new zealand there's this new zealand talent in the film um it's it's uh, obviously james cameron um it's made more money than than um it's the biggest it's the biggest film of 2022 um it, it in six weeks it sold more than top gun uh which was the biggest mm. the second biggest film of two, uh, 2022 um i don't know if it's going to go on to make as much money as the first one did uh but it certainly it certainly has legs um it'll be in cinemas for a while uh it'll it'll absolutely clean up on on home blu-ray sales it'll it'll be a it'll be a part of everyone's collection uh, looks phenomenal the special effects are phenomenal um there's very few places where it feels um like the effects break down uh, but it does suffer from being almost much like the first where so much of it is all cg all, all exists in cg um uh even more so in this um it, it i feel like it almost loses some of the connection with um uh almost loses some of the connection yeah. of um to, to humanity because it's, it's all cg so it feels like a video game yeah um which um which hurts it uh and, and like first, i said the first one was nominated first one was nominated for yeah. this picture as well wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. It? yeah it was nominated for all the big big awards um director picture yeah famously lost uh famously lost james cameron famously lost to his ex so was, yeah that's right for the hurt locker hurt locker um which we could possibly do as a as a I think we nearly did it as a, a the, the Oscar nominated film here because uh, no one no one cares about the Hurt Locker anymore but people are still watching Avatar, um, uh, yeah are Avatar. Um, would you watch it again? <laughs> I don't know. Why would you, why would you watch again. it again? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've got to say, like Avatar is 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 Dances with Wolves or Fern Gully, whatever whatever white savior you want it to be, because it, it really is. It's 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 Dances with Wolves but with space aliens um or fern gully but 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 better animation um the story is is not particularly original um and like like that's a criticism no story is particularly original anymore um but it 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 is whenever i watch it i'm reminded just how solid a film it is i've, I've seen it maybe two or three times um it is compelling like once you start watching it you can't stop watching it mm. it's and then you come away from it and you're like eh but then you watch it again and you're like <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then it's on and you're like yeah this is really compelling and then it's over and it's like eh <laughs> but it's 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 definitely captivating <laughs> I'm st I'm still in air stage but I must I've never seen oh really it. I've, like I've never I channeled guarantee. never channel surfed onto it maybe if I did that I guarantee I, if I you channel surfed onto it you, you'd, you'd be like yeah this is quite good <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah all look right. um uh oh well i guess if we're going alphabetically but like uh, sorry people i failed english um avatar but the uh 
AL comes before AV. Uh, the next one is All Quiet on the Western Front. Um, so it's the it's the third time this this book has been made into a film. Uh, first time famously in the 1930s, um, then again in 1979, and then now in 2022. Um, does for World War One what Stephen uh, what um, Saving Private Ryan does for World mm. War Two. Um, it's absolutely visceral. Um, uncompromising, unflinching look at the brutality of war. Obviously, the first film was very famously an anti-war film that was banned by the Nazi, by the Nazi government of the time for being anti-war. Um, ironically, it was also banned in the Netherlands for being pro-Germany. Uh, no, Poland for being mm. pro-Germany. Um, but uh, you can't win. Um, absolutely gut-wrenching, um, unflinching violent um in the non-glorification of violence um the 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 bright the bright um wide-eyed kids who run away to war one of them forges his parents signature to 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 for to enlist um you know does not does not shy away from just how harrowing it is and how pointless the deaths are culminating in a in a last minute offensive at, at, at literally at the 11th hour um, um, on the eleventh day, yeah. um, fifteen minutes before the final cessations of of hostilities, and and some some general in a in a in a well fed warm room is ordering these boys to their deaths. Um, it's 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 required viewing, but holy hell, have a box of tissues and have something better to do with your day. Uh, have nothing more to do with your day because you won't feel like doing anything. Um, I said here. Um, it has you screaming at the screen there has to be a better way and um and there is don't have wars um yeah. will win the best international feature for sure uh, it'll win uh, some technical awards too it'll probably win best cinematography it's it's incredibly well shot it may win best score um it's got a it's got a harrowing bleak score uh it's it's iconic um don't think it'll win best picture um but uh, holy heck! Um, I felt dirty and in need of a shower after watching it. It's like with the amount of mud on screen. It's, you, I suppose it's it's not the Oscars without a without a first or second world war grim war movie, yeah. feature is there, and you kind of want to say, oh, do we need more of those? But then I guess you look at war that's going on right now in, I mean, in this world, right literally now, literally trench warfare right, happening, it's in, happening in Ukraine right now, right so, now. Uh, yeah, so, right now. Yeah, I guess yeah, I guess less we do. than three hours flight from where I am. Yeah, there's there's trench warfare happening. Um, though we haven't learned much in the in the in the hundred years or so since this this movie takes place. Um, just just absolutely harrowing. Um, and uh, my wife and I watched it, and um, you you know you know how this movie ends. Um, it should be no surprise. Um, everyone's had this a lot of people had to study the book at school yeah um written as a first-hand account by a, a german soldier um after his, his experiences with the war um and uh yeah and you just you're you're trundling towards to to the end of this film and and you're you're wishing it to go differently um mm. yeah it's a good film solid mm. solid movie it's on netflix no no excuse not to watch it other than like you don't want your day ruined <laughs> All right, Elvis from Sublime to the Elvis. Ridiculous. Odd, odd movie. Um, uh, wanted, 
wanted to be this big loud crazy Laz Berman film uh, Baz Luhrmann film um, it couldn't decide if it wanted to be a strictly Elvis story because it would have been easier if the movie had because it easily could have been exclusively about Colonel Tom Parker yeah um, right. and might have actually been better if it was mm. um, but um, I, I suspect I suspect the studio said that you you needed more Elvis story in mm. this this Elvis story about Colonel Colonel Tom Parker. Um, Tom Hanks is is acting in a completely different movie to the rest of this film. Uh, he is just he is just cartoonish. Um, he's got this huge prosthetic nose on, and he's doing this this Dutch accent because Colonel Tom Parker was Dutch. Um, uh, it's 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 a wild film um austin butler is the king he's probably going to win best actor um he is he is phenomenal um does a does a great job of um showing the the visceral effects that that uh elvis's hip gyrations had on the youth of america uh there's a great scene where it's right at the beginning and it's this this um it's like when he first starts performing and uh, he's doing the the famous Elvis hip shake, and there's this young woman in the audience who's clearly having a sexual awakening of some sort, who spontane like spontaneously cries uh, out almost in like fake orgasm, and uh, and she doesn't like this realization that this is spontaneously happened. It's 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 a fantastic scene. I, I really liked it. It was um, it was excellent. Um, that scene. Um, it does uh it's it's a but it's it's deeply flawed um it's got this wild two-pronged story honestly it would have been just better if they had made it about colonel tom parker and how he had screwed over elvis and 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 did all these awful things um and uh, it's hard to make a movie about elvis now in a post me too world when you when we realize when he started dating priscilla presley she was 14 14 years old uh and it's it's hard to it's hard to reconcile that this wasn't in the 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 ancient past where this was you know more or less okay i don't know can you say it was more or less okay this was in the fucking late 60s uh, mid mid 60s like it wasn't okay then um so like we're, we're just glossing over that like um i don't know um uh yeah skirt and it, and it absolutely it, it tries to address not address but it, it tries to acknowledge that uh elvis literally just went and took black music um and put a white man in front of it and that sold where black artists were doing the exact same thing and it wasn't selling um so it, it's it it tries to skirt that so it, there's a lot of having its cake and eating it too um that said Austin Butler is amazing, um, and it's a it's just a wild movie. Um, kind of recommend. Um, certainly watch it and go. What the hell did I just watch? But um, <laughs> Baz Luhrmann, man, <laughs> you know what you're gonna get. I don't right? know. That guy is is crazy. Um, all right, yeah, Elvis. Um, uh, I don't think Elvis would survive in today's multi uh, social media times i think yeah. he'll be torn to shreds yeah. yeah 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 uh what's next mike everything everywhere all at once 
Oh, well, here's your winner for Best Picture. Um, it's um, hopefully Best Actress for Michelle Yeoh and Best Supporting Actor for Kehu Kwan. Um, uh, this movie is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen it, I recommend seeing it. I recommend seeing it twice. Um, yeah. There's a lot going on. Uh, does does the multiverse better than any of the Marvel films, which is ironic given how little money this took to make versus how much money they're dropping on multiverse. Yeah. It's bonkers and wild, um, and um, it's it's fantastic. Um, I can't recommend this movie enough. Uh, less I say about it, the better. I don't think I could describe it if I tried. Yeah. Um, it's um, it's it's phenomenal. Uh, it's really really good. Uh, highly recommend. Uh, go watch it go watch it twice wow all right yeah you heard you heard the man <laughs> do it do it now D- should should um, people listen to the rest of this podcast craig or nah just, forget it uh, no. th- that's your winner right there well i'll be surprised <laughs> um if it doesn't win um it it should go to um all quiet on the western front best picture yeah um uh, hollywood loves a hollywood loves a, a, a war film um if it doesn't win it'll be a crime uh because they'll give it to they'll give it to all quiet on the western front and they will only give it to all quiet on the western front because they feel like they should be giving it to the harrowing tale of war yeah uh, but yeah everything everywhere all at once is the best picture so all right um so uh the fablemans oh the fablemans um okay so spielberg on spielberg so it's a yeah. semi-autobiographical pick um might win best director um if it doesn't go to everything everywhere all at once it'll go to spielberg for um every uh for 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 the fablemans um worked better for me when it was steven when it was focusing on the steven seal spielberg stand-in sammy fableman um i felt the story of michelle williams mitzi fableman and paul dano's i forget the father's name um the their marriage breaking up um took too much of the focus um Mm -hmm. and i uh i felt strangely clumsy which far be it from me to criticize steven spielberg's storytelling ability but um it worked better for me when it was focusing on the sammy fableman character and i feel like the story would have worked better if you had shown more of the marriage breakup through literally his lens um because they 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 toy around with that idea for a couple of seconds but then they don't they 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 kind of they kind of fire their shot a bit early on it i feel like so this the son is is basically becoming this filmmaker and and he he manages to pick out that the mother might be having an affair with the the father's friend through some some eight mil footage that he's shot um i feel like it needed more of that um and more of the filmmaking um because that's when the movie is really working well is is like when he's recreating these films that he was making with his friends and family Mm. on the weekends and with this all-consuming passion like that's the fun part for me that's the good bit of this movie um not the michelle williams um mother character somehow thinking that bringing a monkey into the house was sane and sensible um it, it it that that doesn't work as well for me um the the meeting of john ford played by david lynch at the end of this movie and imparting the the only bit of wisdom seemingly that that john ford was able to afford which was you want the horizon to be at the bottom or the top of your shot because that's interesting and everything else is boring um which which results in a in a visual gag at the end of the film 
uh, which works very, very well and is very, very effective in its, its depiction. Um, Judd Hirsch plays a five minute, has a five minute scene or five minute, he's in the film for five minutes. Um, and I, I think I said it in the last recording, but um, Judd Hirsch gives a masterclass in taking any role that you're giving given and elevating it to the nth level. Um, mm. Judd Hirsch is amazing. Um, he might win Best Supporting Actor. I don't think he will. I think it'll go to Kei Hu Kwan. Mm. Um, it should go to Kei Hu Kwan um, in, in Everything Everywhere All at Once. But um, a fun little movie um, and uh, a, a different kind of Spielberg story, a very intimate Spielberg story. So. Mm. I'm enjoying I'm enjoying uh, later career Spielberg, who who seemingly doesn't feel like he has to make blockbusters anymore. You can just make you can just make intimate small yeah. stories that he's passionate about. So yeah, good for him. Yeah, cool. All right. Uh, well, I guess that takes us on to Triangle of Sadness. Um, or Tar. Tar then Top Gun then Triangle of Sadness and Tar. Tar I don't know anything about. I've not heard of Tar. Okay, so Tar is, um, oh, what's her name? I forget her name. Um, uh, Academy Award winning Kate Blanchett playing a, um, uh, an Uber conductor superstar. She's, so she's a classical music, you know, orchestra conductor. Yeah. Um, but um, that, is, that, sleeps, that, that sleeps with her first violins, um, uh, generally behaves like a rich entitled white man would. Uh, plot twist, though, uh, it's a gay woman um uh, but the film is written and directed by a man so um so it's like imagine imagine uh like a um a hollywood uh, a a mcgee or a um I'm, I'm trying to think of his name uh, a, a michael bay style film director but they're a a classical music conductor right and it's this 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 world that they've created with his um there's intrigue and and um and they're coming to grips with a post me too movement and and their walls the world is collapsing in on them because they're not good people uh and they have made they have made some awful glaring mistakes um not mistakes but they're just shitty people mm. and and their world is their, their world their lifestyle their life choices are starting to catch up with them um, they could have been a better person, but the film itself is smart. It's well put together. It's clever. Um, Kate Blanchett gives a, a masterclass performance in, in, in acting. Um, it's compelling. Uh, it's got a great. It's got a great resolution to the story that um, that I, I, I still find myself giggling about. Um, uh, and I thought it was pretty well done. The whole film is very well done. It's beautifully shot. Um, yeah, it's it's an excellent movie. Won't win Best Picture, um, but you know if it did win Best Picture, like somehow I've got this all wrong, which is entirely possible. Mm. Um, uh, I wouldn't be upset about it because it, it it's a really good film. It's a solid solid movie. So it's it's a it's a really solid year. I've got to say, like everything that's up for Best Picture is excellent. There's there's yeah. no there's no standout like you know uh you know also rands they're all excellent movies they're all very well put together even the hollywood the hollywood kind of thrown in the the, the blockbuster ones uh yeah like not they're that, really I, good i haven't seen them but i've heard everybody everybody has raved to me about top gun maverick which you would think yes yeah. what is this we can talk about that in a minute. what is this doing yeah. here in a best picture yeah. nominee list yeah 
Uh, I would just say that the last thing I would say on Tar um, is that um, it blurs the lines between fact and fiction because there were people out there who genuinely thought this was a biopic and were going off to try and find the, the real conductor Tar. Right. Um, so Tar is the name of the, of the conductor, played by Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it blurs those lines between reality and fiction. So it's it's a good it's a good movie. Kate Blanchett is amazing in it. So, um, what yeah, next? Yeah, let's talk about Top Gun. What what can you say about Top Gun? Holy hell! Um, so seen it twice. Um, both viewings were excellent. Um, superb film of the highest popcorn kind. Um, it's um, it, it's so good at it's so good a film. It's so well put to together and shot and uh, cut, and the effects and everything is so good. You forget that this is blatant war propaganda, um, blatant American exceptionism, war propaganda of the highest order. Um, and if it doesn't drive people to want to be Navy flyers in the same way that the first film did, I, I will be shocked. Um, this this is everything the first film was and more um it's better put together it uses real there's a lot of real flight involved in the making of the film uh so there's a lot of lot of camera in the cockpit of real f-18s um there's a lot so that the the special effects part of it is is reduced like that there are obviously computer generated effects in this film Mm. but there are a, a lot of genuine um like in this in the cockpit f-18 stuff as well um which is different to the first um it's 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 really really good um it picks up on all the plot points from the first film and then um brings those forward into the future um it's excellent i can't say enough about how as 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 an action film how good this movie was um it's there's um there's a sequence towards the end when we're going in for the climax um, which involves like this bombing run. It's like literally the Death Star, where they have to fly down a trench and then hit uh, an exhaust port just two meters wide. Um, it's, it's that. Um, that was phenomenal. Um, and it, I, I remember watching this in the cinema, and my, my viewing partner was a former guest, Kieran, who, who guessed it on this podcast mm. ages ago. Um, and I think we were even muttering to ourselves, use the force, Luke, um, because it, it's, it's exactly that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you've turned off your targeting computer um i'm okay uh so um it, it's that uh top gun is excellent if you haven't seen it i recommend watching it it's it's absolutely phenomenal there's um, actually a there's won't a win free, best picture there's a free viewing of it in in auckland next weekend oh um, get out we're, yeah we're gonna we're in, like in a park i'm just gonna put it up on a big screen okay. in a park we're gonna try and get along to that oh hopefully. is that hopefully down at the, the the tank farm down uh, on the viaduct i've uh, no, it's they have, they do them all over the place. I forget where, right. where exactly it is. It's on the it's on the shore. Oh, okay. Do it, weather permitting. Yeah. Um, it's 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 excellent. It's it's so well done. Um, uh, just thinking about it now, like, makes me want to watch it again. Yeah. If we if we don't get out and watch it for weather or whatever, it's possible that we will just watch it at home that night anyway. Yeah, uh, I, I recommend. That's it. why I mean, the reason everywhere. the reason I haven't watched it is is because it's it's on for free and i and i love going to movies um in parks right um uh, yeah, yeah. I, I recommend it it's so good 
All right, so we got we got one more. If we're not doing women talking, we're going to do Triangle of Sadness, which sounds uplifting. Uh, Triangle of Sadness is um, uh, w- once I read the, uh, the the description of the film, I knew I wanted to see this. Um, so it's it's definitely a it, it's a socially conscious class message of a film where it talks about uh, the nature of wealth and beauty, uh, the interchangeable nature of those things, and their transient state in a changing world um but also the place of beauty in that world it's it's great um it's the second of its kind this year there's another film that didn't get any noms at all but it is effectively it's a very very similar film and you could watch them as a double feature the other it's called the menu um which has got um i think i've uh, heard of it oh forget her name um it's got uh you're an inanimate fucking object uh ray fines as a as a as a, a cult level chef um delivering a a menu to an exclusive group of guests um which has uh which is it's fantastic i highly recommend the menu which didn't get nominated but easily could have um but triangle of sadness is phenomenal it's it's a little bit odd um it's effectively three act i mean all films are three acts but it's effectively three stories um with with characters that go one through to the other but the primary character is this young group this this young couple both of whom are models slash social media influencers um and it tracks their it tracks their relationship through uh three separate three separate locations um ultimately winding up with uh them being shipwrecked on a what they presume to be a deserted island um and uh and they're just rich and entitled people um who 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 do not live in reality um and because they're, they're so wealthy and um and these people the, the the young model couple aren't wealthy but they're beautiful and so that idea that beauty is is bought and traded like stock mm-hmm. um and uh that ultimately plays out at the end um of triangle of sadness uh and the message ultimately is um don't fuck with the cleaning stuff uh, because yeah, uh, right. it's got this great twist at the end where the cleaners uh, are suddenly in control of the means of production at on the island and um, suddenly the the balance of power has shifted but beauty is still sold and traded um, it's it's, mm. it's 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 funny it's it's hilarious that was kind of um, the idea of parasite right don't fuck with the cleaners a little bit yeah the the cleaners ex- except where parasite uh, has them uh, targeting dumb rich people and exploiting them for their own personal means this is this has a more grounded in reality um like application of that where suddenly when whenever power power corrupts and as soon as someone takes power it doesn't really matter what their background is they do the same things they go after the resources they go after right. beauty um and it's kind of funny and 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 how quickly they apply themselves to those power structures yeah um yeah it's and 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 then old and then what what people will do to keep power um it's it's funny um there's a there's a great scene where woody harrelson plays an alcoholic ship um, ship's captain and he's having a discussion about marxist um, socialism with a russian oligarch who came to power after the fall of communist russia um as a fertilizer uh, as a as a seller of fertilizer a literal seller of shit mm. um and they're having this argument about the nature of of socialism 
um, whilst whilst literally the sink the ship is sinking, and um, uh, and they're both drunk off their minds. Um, it, it's 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 very 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 funny to watch, including the dinner scene in the in the hurricane, um, where they're plying themselves with champagne and caviar, and the whole time I'm going, I've been in a boat in rough seas. What the fuck are you putting in your mouth? Stop that! Stop that now! Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, definitely don't watch if you've got a queasy stomach, because if you're a sympathy vomiter, you you might you might be compelled to vomit. But <laughs> that does it for sound um, amazing. It it is it is legit amazing. Um, it, the the particularly the second act, the third act, um, you uh, loses you a little bit. Uh, but yeah, it's the second act on the boat is is hilarious, um, in the best possible way. Um, uh, tragically, though, its lead actress is a is a, a South African uh, actress um, slash model model slash actress. Uh, very much the character she plays in the film. She tragically she tragically died about um, a couple of months after the filming of the film was oh, completed wow. or it was released. Um, she she had previously suffered a, a car accident where I think she she had ruptured her spleen um and then she she caught an infection and died um uh, which is rather tragic um so yeah her name was um charles v dean and she tragically died shortly after this film was released so. yeah 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 she's she's the she's one of the beautiful people yeah um, yeah right. so yeah uh, uh, sadly she's dead all right so to sum up you're picking everything everywhere all at once for virtually everything certainly best picture strong, certainly best picture strong chance, best, actress, best director best actress strong best, chance, supporting best, director, actor. best supporting actor um i think uh top gun maverick will win like the one or two of the editing awards it'll yeah. win like best editing it'll win like best sound effect editing um i think avatar will probably pick up um like best special effects because the effects are pretty freaking amazing yeah um might win best production design or or similar i can't remember what it's nominated for now um everything everywhere all at once should win the big ones who's your um, who's your pick for best actor that's the last big one we ooh, haven't, talk, we haven't talked call. about this much because we haven't talked about brendan fraser um i think it'll go to austin butler um for elvis mm. uh if not austin butler then i think it should go to colin farrell slash brendan um or, or brendan fraser um i don't think i haven't seen the whale um hollywood does love a transformation yeah um so it's possible but austin butler um was like you forgot at times that austin butler wasn't elvis like yeah. he lost himself in that role so convincingly um he's definitely prettier than elvis ever was elvis has quite like a manly sort of a, a, a beauty to him but like austin has like like a pretty like a, a modern day boy band sort of a look to him which i guess maybe elvis does or did have but um uh yeah austin butler for um best actor and not mentioned here but angela bassett uh for black panther for best supporting mm. actress yeah um i'd love it to be um uh, uh jamie lee curtis yeah uh, but um uh, or the other actress in everything everywhere all at once uh, i can't remember her name apologies um but I, I angela bassett like you if you watch black panther 2 um angela bassett is is in a whole other movie i don't know what movie she was in but she was in that that really deep 
drama film not about a superhero she was acting up a storm um and like you obviously the black panther um chadwick boseman died after Mm. the completion of the last film uh and you can definitely see that angela bassett is mourning somebody in that film Uh, she may not be mourning the fictional character but she's mourning the loss of chadwick boseman Mm. angela bassett what a treasure Mm. uh she is phenomenal in that film um uh, uh last night we were talking about the best original screenplay uh which i think might go to everything everywhere all at once and i think the best adapted screenplay will probably go to all quiet on the western front um yeah i all quiet on the western front i i, I know i only watched that last night like less than 12 hours ago um that that is a phenomenal movie that'll that'll pick up like your Mm. best cinematography your best international feature um it may i i think i think it's i think it's also best nominated for best director i could be wrong um but um i'm just going to have a look Uh, it is not nominated for best um director um, I yeah I think I think it'll go to everything everywhere all at once or uh, Steven Spielberg for the Fablemans. Um, I think I think I think he's hunting his third best picture, mm. best best director Oscar trophy. Um, yeah, I think I think that's all of the big ones. All right. all the big yeah, ones? I think that's all the big ones. I think we've covered it. Um, so we'll be um, we'll be keeping an eye on that. Would you do, do you are you enough into the Oscars that you like you watch it? you watch the um, ceremony the time doesn't work out for me so i can't i can't watch it because um, i'm i'm london based yeah uh so it is a, it is a couple hours behind me um or, or ahead of me i forget which way around it is but um so i won't so it doesn't work out well um for us i think we wake up to the results here right uh in the uk um but i do we have got a co- i haven't seen women talking so i can't comment on that film apparently it's very very good um i have got access to a copy now so i I will be able to watch that um it's just come out on amazon so um i will be able to watch that we're we're scheduled to watch it this week if i if i watch it early enough and i can record an addendum i'll 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 pop out uh, a mini mini pod discussing (laughs) women talking um but based on what i've seen everything everywhere all at once is your best picture winner all right there you have it we're going to wrap up there there you have it thanks for listening everyone um that's the the hot picks if you uh yeah you got a different you got a different take or you uh yeah you've got a recommendation because we do a we do an oscar movie uh for our for for verging on greatness we um like to do every year oscar winners every year if there's an oscar uh oscar movie you want to you want to recommend for us to do we'll do that or uh, any other movies we're yeah we're open to recommendations so hit us up hit us up on the socials yo yeah all right and we'll see you next time bye craig bye mike hello this is a quick addendum as threatened during the podcast i've now watched all 10 of the best picture winners the last one that i hadn't seen was women talking which i've got to say was pretty excellent a uh, solid film by Sarah Polly, who is uh, my favorite part of the Zack Snyder uh, Dawn of the Dead remake. Um, she's turning out to be an absolutely rock-solid director. 
Um, amazing performances all the way around from Rooney Mara and uh, Claire Foy, who uh, was fairly unrecognizable to me unless she was pretending to be the queen. Um, altogether, uh, an excellent movie. I don't think it's going to win Best Picture, but in the words of my wife, I wouldn't be upset if it did. It's an important film about survivors of sexual abuse uh, in a, uh, a religious uh, commune heavily implied to be Mennonite um, and seemingly based on a true story uh, via a way of a book. Uh, I can't say that they had a, a meeting quite like this, uh, but ultimately this is a, an excellent movie and I can't wait to see what Sarah Polly does next. Um, once again, not likely to win, but should it ex actually win Best Picture somehow, really wouldn't be that disappointed. I'd much rather this win over Top Gun or Avatar. With that said, thanks very much. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Bye.